This is Episode Zero, the Listening Well Podcast. Welcome to the Listening Well, engaging you, the reflective American woman, in story, spirituality, and social spaces through the grid of God's grace. Here, it's all about building a kingdom community by nurturing the creative in you. Hey, love. It's summer 2020, and I'm jumping in here to fill you in on a couple things. I've heard from listeners over the years that when they first discover this show, they're likely to go all the way back and listen to the very first introductory episode. And look, there you are. This is why we're updating it. So thank you for joining me, and I want you to know I don't take it lightly at all that you're here. I hope that you find some comfort. Um, I hope that you'll let this be for a few minutes every week, a sort of hammock for your soul, as well as a place for inspiration. Five years ago, when this podcast was just a glimmer in my eye, we called it Hey Love. I named it for my kids. Yeah, it's it's sweet. But my kids were teenagers, and I realized, you know what? They're never going to want to listen to me talk. Who am I kidding? The people who listen are reflective women like me who are asking the same questions that I do, like, why am I here? What's my purpose? Where do I belong? So last year, after some of you reached out and asked me about coaching you, I changed the name of the show to The Listening Well. And now that I have more of a focus, um, a niche, if you will, it's all kind of coming together nicely. The Listening Well is also the name of my coaching business. It only took me four years of podcasting to see how this is all working together. I love echoing back to women the song in their heart, letting the dreamers dream, encouraging them in their creativity. Now, when you think when you hear the word creativity, I don't want you thinking that I mean I only coach painters or, you know, with little fedoras on their head or writers in Paris. No, we each have creativity wired into our DNA because we were created by a creator whose creativity flows through us. It runs in our blood because it runs through his. Your creativity my friend, can serve as a beacon of light and hope in the middle of a crisis. What a gift that can be to others. You've probably heard that historically during crises, especially during wartime, the world of entertainment really sees a surge. It's because people are starving for good story. This is especially true in film and TV these days. Recently, I picked up my screenplay again for the first time in about... (laughs) Oh, 19 years, because I want to contribute my two cents and take up space in this realm. And I want you to come with me. I'm inviting you to journey with me through this process as I write my screenplay and then I pitch it. I want you to join me for the whole ride. Will it get picked up? Will somebody want to produce it? Will we ever see it come to fruition? Is it any good? (laughs) Or is anyone else going to think it's any good? I guess that's the important question. Well, I don't know the answers to any of these, but as one of my mentors always says, it's about the process. Amy Grant is the one who says that in episode 12 or 13, I can't remember which one. Amy's interview is a two-parter because she always has so many good things to say. What's so cool is what we've been studying and discussing in my screenwriting classes and in my coaching classes, it's all the same stuff. All the lessons overlap. 
we talk about all the same things like empathy, transformation, story arc, characters, relationships, EQ. That stands for emotional intelligence. I just learned that. Also, here's the best part. I want to encourage you to take up space in the world, too. If there's a story burning on your heart, maybe you have a TV show inside you or a feature movie for Netflix, whatever your art is, if it's your thing, do what you want to do. Whether it's chalk drawing on the sidewalk or painting murals on a wall in your town or doing performance art on the street or cutting hair or grilling the perfect steak or brewing the perfect cup of chai or maybe it's organizing a friend's closet. Maybe that's your thing. Or maybe you have an even more unconventional form of art like raising chickens and sharing the eggs with your friends or praying for your neighbor, or listening to someone's story, which is my very favorite thing ever. Whatever form your creativity takes, I think you're going to find the messages here helpful. In fact, we talk about different forms that art can take in episode 75, and why art is so very important. That's a good episode, too. Go ahead and jump over and listen to that one. Again, we'll wait right here. I'm going to have some new friends on here who are experts in their field. And I'm also going to have friends that I've known a long time. Each of my guests will talk about their craft and how taking up space in the world, creatively doing that which you were created to do, can help affect culture and change the ecosystem and shift things in the atmosphere. Your art can bring levity to the world. Think of that and a sense of solidarity by resonating with someone who's suffering. It can help shape a generation and can shoot hope into somebody's heart for a bright future. You, through your creativity, can help make known the name of Jesus Christ in the world, pointing many sons to glory just by reflecting Him in the things that you do. So hang on, baby. It's going to be a fun ride for you and me. And now I'm going to play you the original introductory episode, which was recorded way back in the day, spring of 2016. Enjoy. One of the hardest roles in the world is your role, that of the American woman. You have expectations on you that have never been placed on any woman ever before in history. And at the same time, you're more isolated than any woman ever before in history. If this is the air you breathe, you're not alone. You are the reason we're here. I'm your host, Carthy Masters, and I was raised here in the States, but I always had one foot rooted in an ancient society where I saw glimpses of women doing life a little differently from the way we do it here. India is where I was born and spent summer breaks visiting family and friends. And from the time I was just a little girl, I noticed that women of other nationalities, like my fellow brown people, as I affectionately call them, they're not nearly as overwhelmed as we are here. I mean, they're productive. They do a lot of the same things that we do, but it just seems like they're happy. So what's their secret? Well, I've spent years trying to figure that out. Now, there's always going to be some dysfunction whenever you have people in the room, no matter what color they are. But on some levels, their way seems to pave a smoother road to happiness. And they would tell you that community is key in that. You might be thinking, I do have community. 
I work with people every day. I go to church. I do stuff. Well, this is a little different. I actually used to do all kinds of stuff, including church ministry, in order to avoid people. See, being in charge and keeping too busy meant that I never had to get too deep. No one really knew me, and I didn't really know them. And that's just the way I liked it. This is like true confessions here. Some of us have gotten really good at keeping our headphones on or burying ourselves in some kind of device so no one will talk to us in line or take the seat next to us on a plane. You know what? I've been guilty of all that. But recently, I did feel a little convicted about it. Sometimes it's easy, I think, to hide behind a personality trait. I mean, we know that we're capable of getting a lot done on our own, but is it possible that we've become too self-reliant? I mean, do you ever wonder if someone that you're not talking to might be missing out on something that maybe only you have to offer them through your unique bent, through your story? I mean, there's only one you, right? This isn't that far out, is it? And you know what? This is not meant to sound like a guilt trip or anything. This is just something I've been pondering, you know? As for me, I've always been a bit of a note-taker, people-watcher, relationship geek. And even though my degree was in public relations, I've worked in lots of different fields, from youth group leader to actor in local TV commercials, (laughs) to drama coach, to hair salon receptionist. Uh, And for a while, I was even a certified light therapist. There was a really short-lived career. One thing I'm not is a psychologist, but that's never stopped me from listening as a student or a fellow actor or a client poured out her heart. And it's not going to stop me now from tackling keys to connection, like understanding the difference between interdependence and codependency, or conflict resolution, emotional connection, and communicating what we need and think and feel. These are all skills that can be learned. We can learn them together. So I'll be here every week to talk around these themes, community and creativity. The earlier episodes will still say, hey, love, in the tag, but don't worry, you're in the right place. If you want to jump ahead to episode 100, come on and join me up there. Till next time, bye, love. My thanks to the heroic, handsome, most talented keyboard player, producer, engineer extraordinaire, and my best friend, Blair Masters, for setting it all to music. And thank you for joining us. Come on back, and we'll talk more about the importance of you taking up space, building a kingdom community by nurturing the creative in you. your thing do what you wanna do 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 mm. uh, beg your pardon I just lost my mind just for a moment